Welcome to Barbells to Buddhas, and I'm your host, Roar Alexander, online fitness, health, and body transformation coach. Now, I can honestly say I spent well over a decade in the gym not getting nearly the results for the work that I was putting in, wasting lots of time, lots of money, and just like those aimless workouts, my life was the exact same. Lame jobs, crappy apartments, living paycheck to paycheck, never building what I wanted either inside or outside the gym. So one day I just said to myself, enough is enough. With no credit cards, no money, no plan, I bought a one-way ticket to Hong Kong because all I knew was my life sucked and it had to change. And for years I traveled Asia and India, discovered new cultures, traditions, foods, and my body and my life just started to come together. And I realized that I'd been making fat loss, muscle gain, body transformation, and even my life so much more complicated than it had to be. And now this is what I'm hoping to bring to you, helping you transform your body in the gym to live much better outside the gym. And saying that, let's get on to Barbells to Buddhas. Barbells to Buddha's live here. Uh, I am Roar Alexander, body transformation coach to creative uh, and successful creative busy guys, busy entrepreneurs and creatives, you know, whatever that means to you. Basically what it means to me is I tend to work with guys who are, you know, in the creative industry, whether it's animators, artists, game designers, all that sort of stuff. But we'll talk about that later. Today, what we're going to be learning about is four things that you can do right now, right now, to start to lose some weight. Now, this is not going to make you look like a fitness cover model, but these are the small things that you can do, the habits and things that you can start doing right now in your life that are going to help you to lose weight and maintain that lost weight for the rest of your life. These are the basic building blocks that if you have these down, then you can start to add on top of them. But without these, it's gonna just be so much harder to actually get in shape and stay in shape. So that's what we're gonna be talking about today is four things that we can do, small tweaks that are not dieting, that are not exercise, not going to the gym, not joining a club, anything like that, that you can do starting today to help you lose weight. Because here's the thing, right? Most creatives I know, like I'm a creative person, you can see behind me, I was gonna to go to school for animation at one point, and I still, to this day, I get caught up in my work, in my projects, right? I love designing things as well. I am constantly working. Right now, I'm working on a book called Designing Your Superhero Body that I'm making look like a comic book. I'm doing a whole layout. Um, so I know that we get caught up in want to work on our passions so bad that our job, our projects, our hobbies, it becomes our life. And in turn, what happens though is your body and your health start to slide down because you get so caught up in it. And you start thinking, well, hey, if I take this time away to work on my health, work on my fitness, then what happens is I'm going to start to slide back on my projects and I don't want to do that. So in other words, you let your health slide so you can let your kind of the fun part of your life go up while the health side goes down. And we do not want to do that. Now, I'll tell you this, guys. I've been working with creatives and, and just busy professionals, busy entrepreneurs in tons of fields for over 23 years now. I've worked with Hollywood television movie stars. I've worked with pro cage fighters. Right now, I got a video game designer. I have an animator. I have another guy that makes 
models of the Star Trek Enterprise, right? So lots of different variations out there, but they all have one thing in common, right? They all want to look and feel their best because what they kept, what they realize is that when they start to look and feel their best, their projects actually start, they start gaining more energy for their passion projects, not less. So it doesn't take away, it adds two. But big catch, you only will learn that, you'll only discover that, you'll only come to know that when you actually try it. Because till then it sounds like bull, it sounds wrong. How does focusing on my health, taking time to cook, taking time to exercise, taking time to take walks, actually help me get better at my job? Well, it does because it gives you, improves your mood, improves your energy, improves your, if you want to get high in your circadian rhythm, right? But it improves so many things. So today what we're going to be talking about is four things that you can do right now while you're working on your passion projects, while you're working on whatever it is, whether you're designing something right now, you're designing a house, you're coloring in something, you're working on a script, it doesn't matter. These are four things that you can do. Big moving blocks that are going to change the way you know that you think about your health and your wellness overall and the way that you think about even losing calories. Now, I'm going to get straight to it. I don't want to waste a lot of time. I have a bunch of coaching calls today. I got a bunch of client appointments as well. I have my own coaching appointment today because even I have my own coach in certain areas of my life that I don't specialize in. I am a health and I am a fitness expert, particularly for guys in the 30s, 40s, and 50s. Uh, like I said, busy creatives. Um, but uh, there's areas that I need help in and I've come to realize that. I'm man enough to realize, hey, I don't know shit when it comes to certain areas. But what I'm going to help you with right now is four areas that you can start to work on right now to improve it that requires very little change from you. So a lot of this, guys, is going to come down. A lot of it actually does come down somewhat to psychology, you know, and mindset. So number one is going to be your NEAT or non-exercise activity thermogenesis. Now, I know that's a big fancy word, but what that means is calories that you can burn from just moving more in your life outside of the gym. So I'm not talking about sweating. I'm not talking about push-ups. I'm not talking about circuits. I'm not. I'm talking about very little things. Now, some of these are not controllable. They're going to be based on your personality. So I won't spend a lot of time on that, but I will talk about things that you can do to improve your daily movement more if you're not somebody like me now for somebody like me i tend to wave my hands around a lot i twitch my foot a lot drives my wife nuts i am a twitcher right? i twitch all the time i use my adhd all over the place so that is who i am but a lot of people don't understand the difference in calorie burning so basically when it comes down to burning calories guys you got four ways you burn calories number one is you're just being alive, right? So you, the only way to change that is by being dead. <laughs> so can't really change a lot of that. So that is your brain, that's your heart, that's breathing, all that sort of stuff, right? That's just being alive. Now, you can put on muscle, so that, you know, that's one way, it's a bonus way. You can put on muscle because the more muscle you have, the more calories you'll burn at rest. But that's not what we're talking about today because to do that, that requires going to the gym, but that's not what today's about. Um, so the next biggest way, and that's going to be about 60, 70% of your calorie burn, okay? So the next biggest way 
is through non-exercise activity thermogenesis, or what I'll also call low exercise activity thermogenesis. Because there's a lot of talk right now about non-exercise activity thermogenesis because there was just a big talk. Now, I've been talking about this for decades now, but whatever. Like I said, some of it's controllable, some of it's not. You may not be a twitcher. You may not be somebody who waves their hands a lot when they talk. There's nothing you can do about that, right? Right now, I wiggle back and forth in my seat. I actually have to force myself to stop moving and sit still. But you can tweak your environment right now to force you, to force you without thinking about moving more. Okay, so that is what we're going to call low activity exercise thermogenesis so if neat is unconscious and there's you know by not being able to anything to do about that is controlled by our personality low activity exercise thermogenesis is something you can do right now so the first thing i'm going to talk to you about is getting yourself a step tracker i have all my clients start tracking their steps and it makes huge differences, huge differences. We just finished my 30-day Halloween Spooktacular Weight Loss Transformation, and I had some clients lose over 30 pounds. One client lost 30 pounds in the one month without stepping foot into a gym. So what's the big secret? Then we changed his diet. Yes, we got him eating healthier foods given. We had him doing some exercises at home, a couple workouts a week, given, some little 10-minute moves, given. But we also had him track his steps, and he went from an average of about 3,500 steps a day to about 8,000 to almost, so sometimes he's hitting more than 10 by the time it was done. And now he averages usually between seven and 10,000 steps on a, 7,000 on a bad day. This is somebody who for, I don't really want to say for life, but for many, many years now, was averaging 4,000 steps a day. So what sort of things, guys, can you do? What can you do right now as a creative entrepreneur who's stuck at a desk? Well, I'll tell you. Number one, you can invest in a standing desk. I am sitting right now, ironically, I'm sitting at a standing desk. But I do use a lot of standing. The problem is if I stand, the frame's not in right now. But I was standing right up until I hit record on this. I use a standing desk. I have two of them right now. I have one here in my home office. And I have one on my office office. And I use a standing desk all day. Actually, I have three if you want to include my countertop one that I actually work at too. So a standing desk is going to be probably the biggest helper. But again, I know a lot of people with standing desks and they just sit in the sitting position. They never use it. So you got to make sure, guys, you are using the standing portion of your standing desk. That is maybe having a timer or something every 30 minutes. So the desk goes up, the desk goes down. So standing desk is a no-brainer. Now, other things you can do to tweak your environment, to tweak your desk right now, is something like a bar stool, like I'm sitting on right now, that rotates around. So I am constantly wiggling in this bar stool. It is not the most comfortable chair in the world. But to be honest, I can't sit in it for very long. I've only been in it now for a few minutes, and I already want to get out of it. So get yourself something like a bar stool that allows you to twist and move, and it's got a platform that I can raise my foot up so I can do some different stretches while I'm sitting in it. And the other piece of furniture that I have for my standing desk is a Swiss ball. And if I do want to sit, 
I just get out, hit the button, my desk goes down, and I'm sitting on a Swiss ball, which then again engages my core and has me moving more. So you want to have furnishings that, yes, they do allow you to relax a little bit, but at the same time are not so comfortable that you could just sit in them for an hour or hours on end without moving, right? That is why I also have, and this is another tip, right? So this goes right along with this, and I shouldn't say another tip, in addition. You can start having a home that has different heights of furniture. So up until this year, we never had a couch. We had floor seating. We had floor cushions. We had some papasan chairs that, again, are not most comfortable chairs in the world. And we tend to sit, sit like cross-legged in them, so we can use them as meditation chairs as well. When we did get furniture, we ended up getting a um, Turkish floor sofas. Those are sofas that literally sit on the floor. They're just basically cushions on a floor with a backing. If, when's the last time you just sat on the floor? Because I'm going to tell you guys this. The floor, even the Turkish floor sofas, they're not the most comfortable chairs in the world. It's not the most comfortable place to sit. So you're going to notice you end up moving a lot more. When I decided to buy a kitchen table, I bought a counter height kitchen table again with bar stools, wooden bar stools. Not comfortable. So you can start tweaking your environment to make you start standing more or stay, make you start to move more. If you get a standing desk, there's these little treadmills you can get now for about three or $400 that you can put under your desk. You can get pedals that can go under your desk. So that is the stuff that we call, or I call at least, low activity exercise thermogenesis. It's conscious ways of getting more movement in your day but without having to sweat and really without thinking about it. It's like you're forced to do it. Now, on top of that, you can start setting yourself up for habits, right? So certain habits you can start creating. For instance, I have a, and I don't really know if we should use the word habit or habitual routines because they're two different things to me. To me, a habit is something that, again, it's, it's like neat, neat, maybe unconscious. Habits are kind of unconscious, such as I said, the habit of me twitching my foot on the couch is something I'm not aware of. It just happens. So for me, going on a walk every single, almost every single morning, I need to do something to move my body every single day. So I have a routine of going. So today it was going for a walk. So get some winter clothes if you're in a cold place and start making a routine to go for a walk. And what you do, this is the magic in, in habit creation. You want to create a new habit. You want to connect it to an old habit. So what do most of you do when you wake up in the morning and you have your cup of coffee, right? Usually grab your cup of coffee and you sit with your cup of coffee. Well, you just got done lying in bed for six, seven, eight, nine hours, whatever it is you sleep, right? So why can't you then take your cup of coffee and go for a walk? Why can't you take your cup of coffee, sit down and do some stretches on your floor with your cup of coffee? Why can't you take your cup of coffee, throw on a quick beginners, go onto YouTube right now, type beginners ab workout, beginners yoga class, beginner stretch, where you can just plop yourself down on the floor, do some light stretches while still drinking your cup of coffee. That is called habit combining. You are creating a new habit by anchoring it 
to an old habit. That is one of the, if not the best way to start creating a new habit. So that, guys, is going to be your non-exercise activity thermogenesis or your low activity exercise thermogenesis. That is starting to do things right now while you're at your desk, while you're working, while you do whatever it is to help you start burning calories. And like I said, neat and low exercise activity thermogenesis, that can account for up to 30% of your calories in a day, where even the most intense workout might be 5%. So huge differences in calorie burn, huge differences in your weight maintenance, very little, very tiny little change in your life. So this leads me to number two. Number two is just about how you have your foods on display. They have done a study, and I can't remember the exact numbers, but I'm going to give you what I'm pretty sure it was. And this is a really simple study. They took candy, and I believe it was Hershey's Kisses, and they put it on the desk of people they put on the desks of people who worked at desks and what they realized they took two they put Hershey's glasses Hershey's kisses in a glass see-through container and they also put Hershey's kisses in an opaque container that you couldn't see so you had to take the lid off to see what was in it now both people knew everybody at the desk knew that there were Hershey's kisses in it so it's not like they were hiding them right so 50% of the desks had glass 50% of the desks did not what do you think happened when they measured how much candy was taken at the end of the study. That's right. 70% more candy was taken from the clear bottles. Because what happens, right? We see it, we want it. It's Pavlodian conditioning. You see chocolate, you think, oh, I like chocolate. Chocolate tastes good. I'm going to eat chocolate and maybe I'm a little bit hungry. You don't see it, you don't eat it. Out of sight, out of mind, insight, in mind. So, put away the junk food. Hide it. Better yet, don't even have it in your house. Because if you say to yourself, you know what, I really want a chocolate chip cookie, but I'm going to have to walk or jump in my car and drive to the grocery store to grab me a chocolate chip cookie, you're not going to do it. Or take those chocolate chip cookies, put them at the bottom shelf, put them away at the back where it's a hassle for you to get to them. Put the crappy foods out of the way. Hide them so you don't see them. On the flip side, put the good foods on display. Even when they researched the blue zones where people live the longest in the world, you know what? One of the things they correlated, one of the things they noticed is that all these homes had fruit bowls. All of these homes had fruit bowls on display and they did not have a bunch of candy and Joe Louis sitting out. So they didn't have a bowl of Halloween candy in the middle of the kitchen table. They had... Oranges, apples, bananas, pears. And so people tended to eat healthier snacks, right? So again, put the good food on display. This is why another reason I talk to people about not having, not using your crisper. Get out there, put your food in the clear containers in your fridge where you can see them and keep an eye on them. Crispers, you open it, so, even us sometimes, because we, we have a fridge full of healthy food a lot. We're constantly going, oh crap, I completely forgot I bought that watercress five days ago and now it's gone bad because you only get three days to eat it. So we throw away watercress and cilantro all the time. Because again, we, we put it in the crisper and again, out of sight, out of mind, we don't think about it. So put the crappy food away so you can't see it. Make it hard to get to. 
put the good food, the healthy food, the low-calorie snack foods into easy places, and you're going to notice huge differences. That's number two. All right, so number three. Hey guys, I just wanted to jump in here for a quick moment to tell you about my stronger, longer, leaner, and better coaching program with, of course, myself. Now, I have been doing health and fitness and body transformation coaching for a long time. A long time. That's my, that's my Obi-Wan. And the reason I love it so much is because I love to see my clients change for the better. Now, I do want to be clear about that. I'm not talking so much about the physical transformations, but they're there. Believe me, they are there. But I'm talking more about the internal mental transformations, you know, the newfound confidence, the boost in energy, the boost in their outlook. Guys who are hiding behind profile pictures of some cartoon character or superhero are now replacing it with their smiling photographs. Guys who would never have taken their shirt off at the beach, hell, even avoided beaches and pools are now hitting up saunas and cold dips and sharing their amazing experiences on their social media. Guys who dream the travel, adventure, exploration, maybe finding their inner 007, but thought to themselves, you know what? That's just not for me. Guys who thought my best days are behind me, and honestly, they weren't even that great, are now getting and taking a huge new second chance at life. And even the dads who just have the energy and stamina to play with their kids without getting winded or you know, having to rest their feet or rest their backs after a simple trip to the park. That, my friends, is what gets me fired up. And I hope that's maybe what gets you fired up as well. Because the fact is this. You never know how much you're missing from your life until you start that journey. And I know it can be a scary journey, very intimidating, right? Diets, fad workouts, ridiculous fast, ridiculous cleanses, circus act workouts. This guy says this, that guy says that. You have no idea who to believe or who to trust. And that is where I want to help you. Because I know it's a scary world when it comes to fat loss. But the truth is, guys, it doesn't have to be at all. So let's get rid of that fat. Let's build some muscle. And let's start to see more and experience more of this crazy world we live in, but in the good way. Now, if this sounds great to you, then please feel free to set up your 100% free first five-pound strategy call with me. And yes, it could be your first five pounds of fat loss or five pounds of muscle gain, it's up to you. But let's hop on a call and find out where you think you could use some help. And let's find out if we're a great fit. So go to www.barbellstobudas.com slash free call, fill out the quip application, and let's connect. And now let's get back to the Barbells to Buddhas podcast. Protein, and I've talked about this before, guys. If you follow me on TikTok, my video went viral. A million and a half people have watched it now. Protein has to be your anchor. And that sounds easier said than done. Getting in lean protein. Getting in your protein without getting in a bunch of fat or a bunch of carbohydrates is really hard. It's not easy. The fact is, there's very few things out there that are high in protein and low in the other two. And again, and they're not the most delicious things. Okay, can of tuna, slice of white fish, some shrimp. I'm not saying those things don't taste good, but they tend to taste good with other things. A lot of people just don't say, hey, you know what? I'm hungry for a snack. I'm going to have 15 shrimp. I will do that, but a lot of people don't. 
Um, a chicken breast, a tuna breast, a really lean, uh, like something like a, a sirloin steak, right? Getting it, but it's so important that you get that protein, and that protein is what you anchor the rest of your diet around. So I'll give you an example. Like yesterday, we went for Vietnamese soup for pho. And it's very high in carbohydrates, right? They, it's basically, it's like anything else in a restaurant, right? What are you going to get? You're going to get a shitload of noodles or rice or potatoes. And in this, chant, in this case, it's rice noodles with some slivers of meat. Why? Why? Because meat's expensive. Noodles are cheap. Uh, $14 gets you a big-ass bowl of rice noodles that probably cost a nickel with a little bit of meat on there. Maybe, maybe if you're lucky, three ounces. So what I do is very simple. And I'm one of the few people that does this. And I know that because every time I ask, the waiter is kind of like, he always has this confused look every single time. I said, like uh, the large pho, but I'd like to get half the noodles and double the meat. Yeah, I pay extra for it, but I ended up getting about five to six ounces of meat. And it's quite lean meat because it's all these thin slices of steak and stuff. And I, I get the, because it's Vietnamese soup, I get the lot, the kind of mixed of meats. Um, some interesting stuff in there. But I cut the calories down from the noodles in half and I increase my protein. It's quite filling. And then I also fill the sprouts, and I'll get to this one in a minute. I fill the plates with sprouts, but I'm not going to talk about that yet. But setting yourself up for protein, protein does two things that you need to be aware of, okay? Two very important things. Number one, protein takes more energy to burn. In other words, by eating protein, high protein, your body actually has to use more calories to digest that protein, right? So it's more calorically expensive to digest protein. It means you burn more calories eating protein. Number two, protein is also very satiating. It makes you feel full for longer. Protein and fiber. Both. So that's what those do. Both of those work in the same kind of idea. So setting yourself up for protein, and then you could also set yourself up for fiber, but that's, a, that's another story for another day, is going to make a huge change in how hungry you are and the amount of calories you burn just from eating, which I was talking earlier before about the four ways you burn calories. One is being alive. Two is non-activity, is uh, just moving around. Number three is the thermogenic effect of food, meaning certain foods are easier to digest and cause less calories. So protein is a highly calorically expensive way to uh, calorie burning food. And then, of course, the last one is exercise. But today's video is about how you can do what I said to do without exercising. So the last one we're going to talk about is volumetrics. And I kind of was getting to that a minute ago. So like I said, when I go for pho, what do I do? I say, give me half the noodles. I'll double the protein. But then I also say, can you also bring me an extra big bowl of sprouts? And they bring me this big plate full of bean sprouts, which have probably the equivalent of five calories in an entire bowl. And I just handful, handful, dump it on there. And why am I doing that? Well, a couple of reasons. Sprouts, you know, they are semi-healthy. Um, but it makes the meal, it makes it more filling, literally. But it also makes it look bigger. And the size of your meals 
is a psychological thing. You, your eyes see this big meal and your eyes register, oh, this is a lot of food. So people forget about how psychology plays within there. So what I've done is what's called volumetrics. I am adding in lower calorie, very low calorie foods into higher calorie meals by taking out some of the higher calories and replacing it with some lower calories. Now with the holidays coming up, how can you do this? Right? Could you mix in with your mashed potatoes, for instance? Could you mix in 20% cauliflower? Could you mix in 25%? Could you go as crazy as going 50%? Maybe for you really diehards like me, kind of strange, maybe you do 100%, you do mashed cauliflower, you know, instead of mashed potatoes. But just think about it. Can you go half? Can you go a quarter, right? Uh, cauliflower rice. And a lot of people say, oh, cauliflower rice is disgusting. Yeah, it's, it's not good, but it can be. I, we have delicious, my wife is Asian, okay? We have jasmine rice here a lot. Jasmine's very good, by the way. If you don't, if, what, if you really like rice, check out jasmine. And I will mix 50% jasmine rice with 50% cauliflower rice. And I give it to my very picky seven-year-old who loves rice. And he's eating it and he doesn't say a word. He has never once said to me, Daddy, this tastes funny. Daddy, why does this look different? Because it doesn't look different. That's the thing, right? So I have cut down my calories in half. For those of you that are anti-carb for some reason, I've cut down my carbs in half. Yet I've still eaten the same amount, the same volume of food. It's still a big full bowl. It's still a full plate. But it's about half the calories. That's volumetrics. Another one you can do if you guys love pasta. Go check out skinny noodles, or the correct term would be konjac noodles. Go 50% konjac noodles with 50% of your regular spaghetti or whole wheat spaghetti, whatever it is. Again, you can have a huge plate of pasta, but an entire bag of konjac noodles is like 5 or 10 calories. So that is what they call volumetrics. Simply either hybriding or eating more low-calorie snacks, basically like within your food. A good one is just um, instead of having a granola bar or cookies or, t you know, donut holes for a snack, have some tzatziki with a huge plate of tomatoes and carrots and celery and sliced cucumber and some sliced bell peppers. You could do that. I get maybe a tenth of the calories with a lot more nutrients in there, right? That is volumetrics. And that is my last tip for today. So, guys, hope you enjoyed this. This is all stuff that is so simple it's it's actually it it's it's like terribly simple that but still nobody does it increasing your low activity exercise thermogenesis having good food on display having crappy food hidden making sure that your meals are based around lean proteins and having low calorie foods being able to either add them in or having them as snacks, which is called volumetrics. Hope you guys like this. Hope you guys got something out of it. If you did, of course, you can always set yourself up for an absolutely free first five pounds discovery call with me. Now, it doesn't matter whether it's your first five pounds of fat loss, your first five pounds of muscle gain. Maybe you want both. You want go each way. Who knows? 
reach out to me let me know what you think hope you guys enjoyed this video it's a lot of fun i'm going to try to do more of these uh, because i'm also going to double it and use it if you're listening to this by the way guys uh, on my barbells to buddhas podcast because what i was about to say is i'm going to be using these videos for my barbells to buddhas podcast but if you're listening to this on my barbells to buddhas podcast just so you know guys this is a facebook live and you can always find me on Facebook. I am in the group Live Stronger, Longer, Better with Roy Alexander. And of course, you can also feel free to just add me as a friend, providing that, you know, you are a creative entrepreneur, a professional, or just not enough to be creative, but somebody who's serious about wanting to lose the fat, to build muscle, get in shape for whatever reason, whether it's just to have great, more great time with your kids or you want to travel the world like I do or a bit of both. I want to, tra- I've been traveling the world. I want to travel more of the world, but now with my kids. That's it. That's all. Until next time, guys, I'm helped to here to, of course, to do what? Help you live stronger, longer, leaner, and a hell of a lot better. Talk to you soon. busy entrepreneur or professional who's been hard at work chasing your passions and designing your dream career but you've placed your fitness and health on the back burner and now you're seriously thinking about or maybe even currently struggling to transform your body and your health while still fitting in all the big responsibilities you have well if the answer is yes then let me help you get into the best shape of your life without the fad diets the internet challenges the exhausting hit workouts or take it away from your work passion projects, social life, or family. Simply go to www.barbellstobuddhas.com slash free call and schedule your 15-minute first five-pound strategy call with me today. It's completely free. Leave your wallet at home, and I look very forward to speaking with you.